0: Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and Director of Community Relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania, and this is the Be Inspired Podcast. My guests and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, the Inspired audience. We're here today with Daniel Price, and um, he's here to talk about a lot of different things, but as Executive Director of the Mosaic Community...
1: Land Trust. and uh, yeah. Land Trust, yeah. there you go. I,
0: oh, I never get the details 100% correct. It's a lot of words for an organization. <laughs> it really is, but Daniel, tell us a little bit about yourself because your role as executive director is to connect with artists and gardeners and all, co- well, you tell.
1: And connect with everybody in between, <laughs> the um, thank, First, thank you for What's having me. What's your mission? Me. Let's What's start our mission? there. Our mission is really to improve the quality of life for the residents and the neighborhoods of Pottstown Borough. It's very niche, almost specifically to the borough
0: okay yes and this has been in existence
1: it's been in existence since 2010 okay um, community land trusts are organizations that sort of help with housing first and foremost so okay it, and without going into too much detail but it's a way to sort of like um, stabilize neighborhoods um, okay. you know in terms of and create home ownership along the way so okay. we were formed uh, back in 2010 I was not here for that, but I remember what it was like both in Pottstown and in our society at the time because of the housing market and the recession at the time. Right. So the neighborhood was already in need of some work, and so that situation did not help. So we were formed out of that. Um, And I know we'll talk more about that later, but that's the community land trust piece. And
0: I got connected with you somehow just randomly when you came to visit Studio B, but... I remembered your mentioning the mosaic art gallery.
1: Well we have Is a Is commu-
0: that part of that?
1: Well we have a community arts organization uh underneath us, like a committee basically. Community gotcha. arts. Um no gallery yet, but that's okay. one of the one Well of I my visited chances.
0: a gallery in Pottstown mm-hmm. once upon a time. You
1: probably visited Art Fusion or Gallery on
0: High. No, nope, no, nope. it was diff- Mosaic. Well
1: then what you're probably speaking to and it was before my time, but yeah. our offices. Yeah had art different artists in right in our space and then we would have different shows. And right. that was even before we ended up in inheriting the community arts committee. So okay. it's sort of like a puzzle. But yes, that's probably what you would say
0: So you wear many hats.
1: Yes. Literally <laughs> figuratively. I'm not wearing one today, but yes, I wear a lot of how hats. How did
0: you get there? Where did you how did you start?
1: Well, I grew up in the area. I grew up going to pots grove uh high school Mm -hmm. school district my entire life uh and had this uh unique timing uh growing up in the 80s and early 90s i had a a grandmother who owned a shoe store on high street in Pottstown. um but i lived just a couple miles outside in the more rural part of like the pots groves Mm -hmm. um on some family property uh so i had a great upbringing a a lot of fun Um, only child and what I saw happen over time was just the town die in front of my eyes basically like a lot of urban centers you know between the 70s 80s 90s and really that's what sort of created the passion to want to
0: help Were, were you were you involved in those kinds of things in high school what was your outlet then
1: my outlet was sports a lot in, in high school, but yeah. then on the as I got to be a junior and senior in high school, I realized that there was not any future for me to at either college or especially at a pro level to do any okay. sports, so I ran for student government president when I was a senior in high school. Okay, and that's so you
0: got a taste of the political life. A though. little bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But in college,
1: your major? Uh, My major at Kutztown University (laughs) was elementary education.
0: Oh, did you plan to become an elementary ed teacher? Well,
1: in some respects, yes. I had a lot of different passions and still do. Uh, And it was one of my passions. I had a lot of teachers that inspired me and still do. I'm still in touch with a lot of my former teachers. So that means a lot to me. So that was one of my passions and the way that I put it is is I also wanted to either be in politics at the time or in radio um, but teaching the only degree and profession I needed to be certified for so, so you
0: like to talk, huh?
1: I, yeah, I
0: do. Like me, yes, like
1: you. Yeah, so maybe this might be one of the longer podcasts, maybe because both of us
0: exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I love talking. I love radio. That's how I got to do this or invent this podcast. because yeah. I figured people would either listen or not. It didn't matter. It was just like education. They either listened or not. <laughs>
1: Correct. Yeah, that makes. But I
0: did stay away from politics. You got in there.
1: I did actually. I. Got out of college uh, in the spring of '04. was just working summer job, whatever, and a- ended up sending my resume to then State Senator John Rafferty, mm-hmm. who I did not know at all. And I really just asked him if he knew anybody in the area hiring. I was just looking for mm-hmm. something next. And next thing you know, his chief of staff calls me. Uh, you know, three weeks later while I'm working in a hot warehouse on an August day. Mm-hmm. And I went in and interviewed and ended up working for John for three and a half years in the state Senate.
0: And were a communications person?
1: I was what they called like a district representative. So I would do the two main, the three main functions were I'd be in his office and I would take calls from constituents. Okay. Which was fascinating uh, for a lot of sure. reasons. because. yeah you'd get all range of topics you know he's a state senator but you would get calls from at that time like about the iraq war which was not the state's problem (laughs) or the light is out at limerick town on ridge road which he also could not handle and then somewhere in between would be the items that we could assist uh constituents and then i did some different event planning with uh, for events that he would have in the community and then also, just get to attend events that he couldn't attend. So you end up going to a lot of places and meeting a lot of interesting oh people through that. A
0: lot of partying. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of partying. Um, a yes, lot a lot of, lot of celebratory yeah. events. A lot of
1: celebratory events. That must
0: be exhausting. It is
1: exhausting. <laughs> yes, it's it's a miracle that they are able to do those, you know, jobs. You know, the the actual representative senators because it's just a lot. It's yep. Having to how do be you decide
0: where to be and where to send somebody else and ignore it totally? That must be just so difficult.
1: Yes, I. It is difficult. I do it now in my own life, actually. So <laughs> sure I, I totally understand it. Uh, and so that was actually a good lesson on how to do that. Actually.
0: So, I would imagine becoming exhausted with all that. You um, moved on. Well. I
1: I was exhausted by it enough that I wanted to change. I really got passionate about community development and, you know, downtown revitalization, really with the sole interest of coming back to Pottstown and helping Pottstown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What happened in the meantime was that there were a lot of other communities that were hiring Main Street managers, mm-hmm. yes, much like building a yes. better Boyertown here yes. has up the street, and I ended up applying for several positions besides Pottstown, including here in Boyertown. Actually, no kidding. Yes, back for, I would say from like '07 to 2009. Okay, I ended up applying for Pottstown, Boyertown, Ambler. Collegeville and would get close in a lot of ways but just never really found that was not to be your plan it was not to be a part of the plan <laughs> and so I ended up getting hired by Westchester borough okay in 2008 uh, running what was known as the Elm Street program which was I'm familiar with it yes yeah, a neighborhood revitalization exactly yeah Yep.
0: yep. So and the th- funding got cut from that as a result of the 2008 what? Yeah, there was, yeah,
1: like 08 to '10, the recession. and It yep. was just one, one of the byproducts of the budget. The, I yep. I believe it still exists in sort of names. It does. Yep. But not in a way that you know our program had half a million dollar budget. Yeah. Paid for a staff person, and we yep. did uh, facade improvements and yep. a lot of work like that. So,
0: yeah, it's maybe it will be back.
1: I would hope it would be at some point. So, what
0: are you doing now?
1: So, what am I doing now? Uh, well, I should say real quick because it all sort of leads together, oh, okay. but I did work, I did a lot of work in Westchester from 08 to 2015. And it was around 2015 that I, then that's when the burnout, like you mentioned, like that's when yeah, it really kind of uh, Work life balance got. Work life balance, yeah. Yep. It was. It's a great town, uh, Pottstown, Kutztown, and Westchester, are my, like my three different homes. Yeah. And Westchester's a great uh, town, and it was a great place to be. But yeah, eventually it just kind of got exhaustive. And yeah. working in public got exhaustive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just what we talked about earlier with attending events and how do you decide on where to go and what yeah. to do so i left all of it and went and worked on a farm here in berks um, county yeah and went and worked at a bikram yoga studio in west reading and it was great you know uh, there's two farms here in berks county eckerton hill and furnace creek farm that are great farms great people and it was a great experience so just to be outdoors yes right? or in and if you're indoors being in a hot yoga studio for ninety minutes is a good alternative. So oh, kind of, absolutely! Kind of spoke to a lot of like health and you know everything that was needed at the time. And then, in twenty seventeen, is when the position for community garden manager at Mosaic became available, okay. and that's how I got involved with them.
0: Very good, yeah. very good. And now, your work is primarily
1: everything if you <laughs> you're catching me at an interesting time uh i mentioned that there were community gardens the piece that we were talking about earlier with the community land trust and housing mm-hmm. and everything of that nature we ended up not having like a lot of small organizations you don't have a lot of funding right. and so we ended up getting vacant property in Pottstown. And as I say, more often than not, it's cheaper to build a raised bed garden plot than it is a house. Yeah. So we fell backwards into the community garden business, basically. Okay. So we get a lot of funding from the Pottstown Area Health and Wellness Foundation. They have been a supporter of us for almost ten years now. We've had we we've had gardens. Where are they located? Uh, one is on four twenty three Chestnut Street. Uh, the other one is. Two blocks down at 615 Chestnut. We have a permaculture garden on the corner of Charlotte and Walnut Street. And then we have two on elementary school sites. One at Barth Elementary and one at Rupert Elementary.
0: That must keep you busy. You don't do the weeding, do you?
1: Sometimes, yes. (laughs) And so I would say the beginning of that position back in 17 for me, I didn't start it until... April 4th which is for those out there that know about gardening and gardening planning Mm -hmm. April is the worst time to get started on these matters Mm -hmm. so work-life balance at that time was Was not good but it was a short commute it was community involvement it was gardening it was it was my hometown it was kind of the start of you know where we're headed now Mm -hmm. and I did that for four years And I'm still with Mosaic, but they promoted me to executive director. Oh. Yes. So so that's been going on since January.
0: And now you're into more fundraising, I would guess.
1: We're getting there, yeah. The first three months were just sort of to get acclimated. When you're in a small organization that's volunteer-driven, you end up having... I have a great board, and they do a lot of work for us. But then, when you're inheriting a lot of stuff from a lot of different places, you have to put it together. Getting it all yeah. organized in that direction is what do you where want people to know? I would like people to know a couple things uh, as it pertains to our mission and our gardens. I would love people to come visit them. I think that it's one of these. Situations where if you don't really have a reason to go to the neighborhoods where our gardens are, you would never know that they're there. Correct. But then when you get there, they are peaceful oases that you would find, you know.
0: And this is where your volunteers? This is where our volunteers. To plant and yep. weed yep. and harvest and distribute?
1: Yes. That, so is we that have, correct? That is correct. So between all of the gardens, we have 90 plots. Uh, A lot of them are rented by people directly in the neighborhood. That's sort of the other mission. The neighborhoods they're in are food deserts. There's not a lot of access to grocery stores and transportation's issue. And obviously, you're not going to be able to feed a whole family off of a little garden plot, but it's a start. Uh, So... The remaining plots are rented by people that care or people that want to volunteer, and then that's where some of the assistance of other help and volunteers come in.
0: Very good.
1: So that would be the number one. And then uh, the second part to that is, as we become an organization that's attempting to grow in the next two to three years, that's gonna be through fundraising, like you mentioned. And that's a couple different ways. That could be through our membership. Uh, We have a membership program. Everything's on our website. Uh, mosaic, and website is mosaicclt.org.
0: Okay. D-
1: mosaic D. CLT. Okay. So it's community m- land trust. M- trust. Yeah. I'll, okay. It's m o s a i c c l t dot o r g. So when in the beginning when we were doing community land trust, yeah, we yeah, just yeah. called CLT. Okay. But it's just for the website. There's a C at the end of mosaic and a C at the beginning of CLT. So it's a little bit. <laughs> I literally just have to spell it out more often than not. I
0: understand, but it's a quick Google too, there so you that's go. the easiest. Well, part. you had alluded earlier in our conversation to your work with Ashley. Do you want to talk a little bit about that now?
1: Yeah. So we brought Ashley on around December, but really formally in January. Once I got the role of executive director, mm-hmm. I knew that I could not do it alone, oh. and Ashley who I've known since 2008 or nine with her work at art Fusion okay uh, has become like a sister to me and very
0: good and just for the audience we're talking about Ashley Kolpak. and Ashley was a feature on one of the be inspired episodes a number of weeks ago so she's an artist and, and exhibits here at Studio B and came today with them so that she could talk about the community land trust with them okay
1: so ashley uh why don't you tell them just some of what we do together <laughs> just as far as oh,
0: really i should good, say I, we do. <laughs> I, yeah
1: i should say before we thought that we can just talk mostly about the mosaic stuff but just with her being a sister she's also Handles a lot of, like, other life stuff for me along okay. the way, so. Okay. But I pay her out of my own pocket for that one. We don't take mosaics. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to well,
0: that's cool. It's lovely to have a partner. Yes. Yeah. In something that you're passionate about and that you can both buy into with your heart. So, you know. And they talk about, some of my people here at Studio B talk about, you know, um, how we are able to continue. And they suggest that you've got to be married to a project (laughs) you've got to be married to a project to really make it to make it work because it takes so much energy emotional and you know obviously your physical time and you know all that kind of thing but would you like to comment my favorite part about being involved in mosaic is being able to be creative and and still do art or art related things you know like i do their graphic design for them you know i do we just did a membership brochure a sponsorship brochure for our Uh, garden tour that we do that there's three different ones throughout the year as part of the fundraising for mosaic actually they have one coming up in april at the end of april um and also we're involved with the potstone community arts and okay um, so we do a lot of different art projects around town um they did um murals at the library and um there were some other places they did
1: uh, they were involved with the mural at Riverfront Park as yes, well. Right. And just do a lot of public events with a, a lot of youth art as well. But they also focus on some... The, we're beginning to focus on murals and grow that.
0: Well, since you mentioned the youth, and I think I know the answer to this, but have you been in the classroom? Have I? Yeah. Yes. Teaching? Yeah. What's that? Teaching?
1: Uh, we did. We do summer programming with the gardens. So that's where... I still do some of that. I mean, this is a nice balance for all of that, honestly.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And is, is there a pathway that students could take at this particular time of the year to participate? Well, we're planning on doing a, a, a mural at one of the gardens. Which one was that again? Uh, at 615 mm-hmm. Chestnut, yes. So okay.
1: most, of our, most of our youth-oriented work right now would be with community arts, uh, our okay. community arts group. Eventually, we will be doing more garden education. We did hire a, com- a community garden manager to replace Wonderful. to replace some of my work. I mean, this is going to be a part time uh, sure. position, but we've just brought on a woman named Janet Friedline who has a wealth of experience and a ton of passion about gardening um, and the community. Excellent. Yeah. So that's that's going to make life. A little easier on my end, but then also be the best for the gardens and for the people who are passionate about their gardens.
0: Absolutely, well, you're split, wearing many hats, Mm -hmm. you know, and your energy goes all different places. And again, it's really wonderful you know, that you have a partner to play with here.
1: Correct. And the, and, and, the, and the weird irony of all of it is her fiancé's name is Dan as well. So oh, like well, that
0: makes it convenient.
1: And complicated when she's talking to other people about yes, either one of Dan. us. It's, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. How do you do it? What's
0: the... You're Daniel. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. So you're Daniel. I'm older than all of them. There you That's
0: go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Daniel and Ashley, I want to thank you for being with us here on the Be Inspired podcast today. And I wish you the best of luck. In, and energy in all the many things that you're doing thank you so
1: much thank you
0: thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast if you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast please subscribe to be notified of new episodes this podcast can be found on Apple Podcast Google Podcast Anchor Spotify or wherever it is you listen to podcasts and we welcome you To suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode. And I hope you find your way today to be inspired.